Heart and Soul, the radio show dedicated to all things BDSM. My name is Mistress Elisa. I'm a dominatrix, BDSM counselor, and life coach. Listen, you've got questions, and I've got answers. And I'll be talking to you from my heart and soul. Welcome to Cure for a Boring Sex Life Part 2. Now, I gave you guys a very strong warning, and I told you, don't start Part 2 until you have a handle on Part 1. I assure you that you will fuck things up if you don't do Part 1 first, okay? So let's go through some things of how you can move forward with your wife um, if you have done the things that you need to do to uh, show her that you love her and you care about her and you support her, right? Now, we're going to have to do a bit more housework here. We've got to clean up a couple of things. I want to talk a little bit more about trust and then I promise you we'll get into some kinky shit. So here's the thing about trust. Trust is layered. Um, trust is, is not something that comes with the relationship just by virtue of the fact that you're married together. Trust is something that has to be earned. And trust is something that men take for granted much too often. So if you find yourself in this kind of situation with your partner where she's a bit reserved um, and she doesn't want to share her body with you or she she doesn't want to be kinky with you, you you've got to look at the issue of trust. If your wife has issues with trust because she was abused, uh, you need to go to counseling. You You don't need BDSM, at least not right now. You need to go to counseling and you've got to help to create a um, safe place for her so that she can, you know, open up and, and feel safe. Because if women don't trust, they don't feel safe. If a woman doesn't feel safe, she's not, she's not going to open up. Okay, so if you're talking about issues of abuse, the last fucking thing that you need is whips and chains and dildos and um and handcuffs come on you know so uh there's that if she has an issue of trust with you let's talk about that if you have fucked up then go back to a cure for a boring sex life part one and then i want you to add this to it so um she has to trust that you do not intend to hurt her Okay, what can you do to show your wife that you don't intend to hurt her? Well, the wording there is actually intentionally bad because that's how men see it. It's like, well, I'm not trying to hurt you. Isn't that good enough? No, it's not. What you need to do is actively love and support her. What is your wife's love language? What can you do to actively love and support her? Um, she has to be able to trust you, trust you with her heart. 
if she doesn't trust you with her heart, then what what chance is there that she's going to share her body with you? You guys are going about this the wrong way. She's got to be able to trust that, you know, the things that she tells you are not going to be used against her. Again, if you have the kind of relationship where you are going back and forth and you're hurting each other, then you need counseling. You don't need sex advice. You need counseling. But if you two are communicating in such a way that you love and appreciate each other, then she's got to be able to trust you with her heart. And that's not something that happens passively. That's something that happens actively. So when she talks to you, listen. When she talks to you and she expresses something, take it in and engage with her. Show concern. Show sincere concern. Show sincere interest. For a woman, and the average woman, if you're not interested in her heart, then she's not interested in sharing her body with you. You guys are going, body, that's all I want. And, you know, just make sure that you you look great and you make my friends and the neighbors jealous. That's a priority. Those are the priorities for guys. Sex and make the world jealous, right? And I don't really care about anything else. Like, you know, your thoughts, your emotions off, you know, I'll tolerate that kind of speech, but I really don't give a fuck. You've got to change your priorities. She has to trust that you find her sexy. Now, I need for men to listen to this. This is important because if you have a history of cheating, of being emotionally unavailable, of flirting, of having all manner of rumors surrounding you regarding women, possibly men, if you have a history of um, having to come up with elaborate tales to talk yourself out of precarious situations, she is not going to trust that she is your world. She's not trusting that she's on a pedestal and that you find her hot and alluring and sexy and you want her. To her, it sounds like she's competing with other people. You know, she might not be able to put her finger on it and maybe you've been really good with hiding it. But when you're giving those signs, she feels like she's on the back burner. She feels like you know, oh, well, he puts up with me, he tolerates me, but he prefers to jerk off with a cam girl. He prefers his escorts. He prefers to be holed up in the room six hours a day and not not interact with the family. But when he comes, you know, comes to bed after eating dinner and I clean up and I put the kids to bed and, you know, he's in there jerking off with his cam girls, when he comes to bed, he wants some freaky shit done that he's seen on the internet. She's not in the mood for your madness, okay? That's a fucking mess. Get your priorities together. Treat the woman with respect. Let's continue. If you're known for putting your desires first, while frankly just not giving a fuck about how your partner feels, maybe you don't give a fuck about how she feels about the shit that you do. Whenever she tries to talk to you, you're saying uh, things like, well, you know, um, 
you know, you're not the only person in, in this relationship. Why are you feeling like you're the only one who gets hurt? You know how you guys try to twist things and play mind games with women. When you do that, you're letting her know that she's, you're not going to validate anything that she thinks or feels. The only thing that you want to do is be right. You being right is more important than anything. Just walking through the steps that I've given you, if that's the kind of space that you're giving yourself, it's not going to be enough. You need couples counseling, okay? If you happen to have someone who's a bit more patient and maybe she's in it with you and she's like, yeah, you know, we could do better together, then maybe there's a chance. Then apply the things that you're learning here. Um, for those with situations that are less extreme than the ones that I've been talking about, if you have been present in your relationships, you've been faithful, and maybe just the two of you have just drifted apart, um, the love is there, the respect is there, but the spark isn't, then I feel extremely confident that you can make major strides in fixing, uh, addressing the issues that would help to improve your relationship. So, boring sex life. What makes a woman uh, want your ass? First of all, she wants you because you touch her heart. She wants you because you meet her emotional needs. She wants you because she finds you compelling and she wants more of the things that you're doing. So if you're doing things that are loving and kind and respectful and God, you just make her feel like she's the queen sitting on the throne and your world revolves around her in a healthy way, of course. We're not talking codependency. We're not talking creepy. We're just talking, you know, people who are in love and who just, you know, want more of each other. If you're doing that for her, then she's going to more than likely share her body with you. You do not want to approach her by saying uh, things like, you know, again, you know, this is what we both want. Someone told you where the woman's G-spot is. So you invade her body. You start playing with her clit or something. You're like, oh, you're wet as a baby seal. Listen, that kind of vulgar shit may work on uh, television with scripts that men have written but you don't say that shit to women you don't invade a woman's body with your words like that you show love and kindness and respect one of the worst things that porn has done for relationships men in particular is that you guys feel like women want that disrespectful shit they don't and so you'll notice that when you try that shit that you saw in some poorly acted, poorly written, poorly produced uh, um, porn flick, you'll see that when you try that shit with your wife, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's, it's not going to turn her on. So you need to turn your brain off the porn. You need to turn your brain off of that kinky shit that you've been feeding yourself and fantasizing about. And you need to realize that your wife wants love and respect and kindness and sincerity. She wants relationship. <sighs> okay, now let's get to some interesting stuff. How do you get a woman to share her body with you? Y you know, guys, it it's the funniest thing. 
the interesting thing here is that you need the stuff that I gave you in part one and you need the stuff that I've given you here. That's the magic. But I know that many of you, if not most of you, are here for some kinky shit. So for those of you who are um, interested in BDSM, I will give you um, a, a kind of run through of a couple of things. So um, the interesting thing here is that these things can be available to you, but your wife is not going to be interested in them if you haven't done what? Part one, cure for boring sex life one, and the first part of this audio recording, okay? So don't think that the toys are the, the magic. They're not. The toys are not the magic. The toys are going to be offensive and maybe scary and, and they're not going to be very well received if you don't uh, touch her where she needs to be touched, which is inside. Okay, I hope that I've made that clear. Good grief, I do. All right, so what I want to do is answer this, uh, you know, like how to spice up your sex life. I want to do it. Um, I'm going to be looking at it primarily from the point of view of the dominant female. Now, this is interesting because some of you are not married to women who are dominant. You might be married to women that you want to become more dominant, or maybe they're curious. Maybe you've talked about it a bit, but you can't talk about sprucing up your sex life just in general. The toys aren't going to get it. The stories aren't going to get it. The, the little board games aren't going to fucking get it. You have to pinpoint a specific sector, okay? Because everyone is different. Now, what I want to do is talk about the dominant female and the uh, submissive male. Oh, this is going to be so yummy. All right, guys. So the first thing that you want to do if this, if the DS dynamic works for you, the very first thing that you want to do, you guys aren't going to like this, but this is what you came here for. So I'm going to give it to you. The very first thing that you want to do is turn over, listen carefully, you want to turn over control of your dick. Ooh, she said that shit. Yeah, yeah, she did. She said it. You've got to turn over control of your dick. I'll say it again. You've got to turn over control of your dick. This is why the first part was so important. It's because you're laying a foundation and you're investing where you've been breaking things in your relationship, where you've been fucking up and where you've been taking her for granted. What you're doing now is you're going to turn over the reins to her and you're going to let her know that you trust her. Do you see? Do you see why you had to do the first part? You had to give her something so that when you put yourself in her hands, hopefully she's not going to fuck you over. Okay? So what does that mean when you turn over control of your dick? Oh, it means so many things, guys. 
Uh, for me, I don't know what it would mean in your relationship. This is something that you would have to work out. Um, everyone is different. Every dom is different. If the dom is new, she may be a bit uncomfortable. She might have to do some research. Okay. Um, for me, it means hands off. It means the only time you touch your dick is when you are doing things that pertain to hygiene and when you are using the restroom. That's it. Hygiene, restroom. That's it. Um, you're not allowed to shift. You're not allowed to move things around. You're not allowed to, you know, try to massage while you're watching television. You know, that whole, oh, I was just scratching or whatever. You, you see, the, those are issues of integrity and trust. So I'm looking at my guy, my good boy, and I'm going, can I trust him with this? Are you going to trust me with this thing that is giving you so many problems um, that, you know, that is so important to you rather, are you going to trust me with this? And that is the beginning of everything. If I don't have control of your dick, I'm not moving forward, period. Yeah, it's non-negotiable. If I don't have control of your dick, we're not doing anything. We stop. Um, I know that if you're married, um, that's why I said each relationship is different. Um, if you are married, if you are in a long-term relationship, then you may not be able to draw that line, but I do. But this message is for the guys. If you're sincerely interested in moving forward, and if you want to try to fix that which you have broken, and if you're um, your partner has any sort of tendencies toward being dominant, then this is definitely worth a try. Listen, it's not going to work for everyone. Some women don't have the drive for this. Some women don't want to be in the driver's seat. And some women, some women don't have the confidence for this. So, um, yeah, just realize that straight away. All right. So she's got control of your dick. What next? Well, that means that she's going to determine uh, what pleasure you receive and when. Um, hopefully, you have established a sense of relationship and trust with her so that she is now interested in who you are sexually. She's interested in, you know, um, playing little games with you. My favorite game, hands down, is Tease and Denial. Tease and denial is fucking amazing. Not only will you have earth shattering orgasms, and I mean that when I first started out in this industry, I was, my tagline, it was something like, I guarantee you the best orgasm of your life, or, you, you know, I'll give you your money back, or I guarantee you the best orgasm of your life, period. You know, like there's nothing else to put behind that because sometimes I was doing it for fun, but sometimes uh, I was definitely, I, I got paid a lot of money to be a jerk off girl, a lot of money and a lot of fun doing it. All right. So, um, but as a dom, 
when the guy is subjecting himself to the dom, he doesn't have requests. You know, he doesn't have demands. He's he's not, you know, getting a blowjob and like tilting his body up, trying to get more of his dick in her mouth. He's not pushing her head down. Like she's trying to kiss him and be intimate and spend time with him. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just go further south. Yeah, you don't have that luxury. And you see, men, a lot of times you guys are doing stupid and selfish shit. And you're very self-centered. Just because your dick is turned on, just because you want an orgasm, it doesn't give you an excuse to be an asshole. And you are being an asshole a lot of times. You just become very self-centered and demanding. And this is an exercise in trust. If you want her to pay more attention to your body, if you want her to be as interested in her body, in, in your body as you are, then why not be as interested in her heart as she is? Why not be as interested in her emotional well-being as she is? If this is a cold-hearted bitch who is just never going to reciprocate, then you'll have to figure out what to do with your life. That's not my call. But for women who have just been a bit broken and disappointed and frustrated and, you know, you, you have broken her trust and, you know, this kind of thing, what you are doing is you are moving forward by showing her that you trust her. But the groundwork that you do leading up to this can help to ensure that she's not going to take your vulnerability and use it against you. Is she going to suddenly become mean and nasty and like, fuck you, you know, I didn't get what I wanted for three years and now you want an orgasm in three days? Fuck you. You know, if that's what you're looking at, this is not going to work for you. This situation will work for two people who are, one, uh, they're really in love with each other and they really want to make things work. Two, um, there is a sincere interest in femdom, uh, female domination. Okay. All right. So you have the woman has control of your dick and uh, you understand what it is to be hands off. Okay. So what happens next? Well, depending on the woman's exposure, she may need to watch a few porn videos or a few instructional videos to understand what it is to be dominant. And you will have to be patient. You should not be telling her what to do. You shouldn't be sending her videos that fulfill your fantasies. You shouldn't be hinting that what she's doing isn't right because what you are doing is putting yourself in her hands. That's what you're doing. You are trusting her to take care of you and to watch over you and, you know, to just like make sure your needs are met. You're doing that. And if she doesn't meet your needs, uh, but it's like by mistake, then have a talk. You know, I don't feel like my needs are met. I, I don't feel like, but you have to give her time because coming into this space can be a little bit, you know, intimidating. And it might take the woman a little while to get her bearings. It took me a little while to find mine. But once I got my bearings, I was good to go. 
and and it's always a learning process by the way guys this is not something that you just nail and you perfect it and you're done uh this is a journey so it's it's a journey with your partner it's a journey with yourself primarily um it's a journey with uh toys and scenarios and positions but notice that i'm not talking about positions and toys first i'm talking about relationship with self and then relationship with your partner because if you have a shitty ass relationship with yourself you're not going to have a good relationship with your partner um if you are treating your partner poorly we've already talked about it she is not going to trust her body with you all right so what's next um one of my favorite things and this is easy for everyone to do is just restraints restraints are amazing you can be tied to the bed you can be kneeling on the floor and have your body movements restricted um one of my favorite things is to have a good boy positioned on a chair so that um i have access to his dick and you know he can't move he's like tied to the chair in a certain position and his dick is just hanging straight down and he feels open and vulnerable and i have access to the innermost parts of him um the other thing is you guys have to become comfortable with vulnerability that is sexy to women women love vulnerability now let's talk a little bit about this word if you're the kind of guy who uses vulnerability to be manipulative uh you've already fucked this up you're not going to get anywhere uh you're screwed because once a woman can't trust you you know you're using your emotions to get her to change the subject you're using her um emotions to um you know you've been cheating or you were out late last night and you're like oh you know something bad horrible something horrible happened and all of a sudden someone's ill in your family and you've got an illness in your family once a week you know what i mean when you guys are pulling that kind of shit vulnerability is not going to be attractive it's going to be irritating she's going to be like what the fuck is he up to now so the crying and the melodramatic moments and the overdoing it and the you know if you're one of those guys who has been overdoing um and misusing emotions to get your way you're kind of fucked here you know get your ass to counseling okay this is not going to work for you either um but vulnerability for a person who has been sane um and who has been present in his relationship but maybe closed off being vulnerable and i'm not talking about like crying and you know snotting all over the place i'm just saying you know being open with your love and your adoration and you know telling her how much you need her not telling her what to do listen never tell her what to do okay never tell her what to do don't do it let her figure it out let her figure out what she wants and what she needs and let her figure out how to take care of you let her figure out how she's going to incorporate you know your vulnerability and your openness with what she's feeling for you let her figure it out hopefully you guys have chosen partners that you can trust so 
Um, restraints are amazing because they keep you from moving. They keep you from getting your own needs met. They keep you from reaching out and trying to guide her and direct her. The only thing that you have to be concerned about when you are restrained is your mouth. So keep your fucking mouth shut. And if she's smart, she'll probably ball and gag you, you know, just so that she doesn't have to hear the shit that you're saying or because she wants to hear you moan rather than talk. So if you are bald and gagged, you've got the little guys, it's the strap that goes around your head and there's a ball that goes in your mouth so that you cannot articulate. It's fucking hot. It is sexy. Um, why would you do something like this? People might ask. The reason is because this is such a beautiful exercise in trust. The reason is because in traditional relationships, men are the ones who are powerful and who call the shots. Women are the ones who are, find themselves lacking and who go without and who have to just deal with what he said. You know, well, he said we're moving here and he said, you know, he's getting another job and he said that I have to get a job and pay his way through school. And then he said that he was leaving me because he wanted to be with his secretary. You know what I mean? You guys are the ones who are normally calling these kinds of shots. Don't get me wrong. Some women are trifling and horrible and they do horrible things too, but this situation and the advice that I'm giving is specifically to my clientele. My clientele consists of powerful, usually wealthy men who are in control in their relationships and they've been abusive. Um, uh, they've been negligent. They've been lacking in what they're doing. They haven't been actively loving their partners. So this kind of exercise can be really interesting, especially for the silent, strong type of woman who's just kind of been like, you know, like waiting for her time to shine. This could be amazing for some of you guys. All right. So what else? Um, things like dildos and things that would go into the guy's ass. Uh, listen carefully, guys. Don't do that right away. You may have been fantasizing about it and watching porn. Do not do that to your wife, not in the beginning, not until you've spoken and you've processed things. And by the way, with this kind of play comes, guess what? Even more communication. You don't just get to play and have fun and then schedule the next session. You have to have aftercare. You have to talk to each other and see how you felt and what made you uncomfortable and what you enjoyed and, you, you know, talk about where you were disappointed and what concerns you. So you don't just get to go from one play session to another. You have got to play. You can play, but you've got to talk. So if your communication skills are not up to par, you guys are really going to struggle here because the woman is just going to feel like she's being used um, and like you're pretending to submit and you're just like being passive in your control. 
So you're pretending like you're submitting. And let me tell you, I call you out on that shit just as quickly as I call you out on the shit that you do that's noticeable. Being passive and laying there like, oh, I'm submitting, um, but do this to me and do that to me. And oh, that's not hard enough. And I, I need it more like this. That's not submission. That is you trying to top from the bottom. That's you trying to get what you want while you're pretending to submit. You're still in control and that's not submission. All right. So why do I say that men should not um, do dildos and, you know, ass play in the beginning. It's just too confusing for women. Um, women really struggle with that if they're not familiar with the lifestyle. So I'm giving you a very, 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 very strong warning. Even if she shows interest in it, even if she's curious, don't do it until you have laid a foundation. And until you have learned how to communicate because here's what happens with women they may love the control that they have over you they may love the fact that you squeal like a pig or whatever you know what i mean she can get those fucking amazing sounds out of you and that is invigorating it's fucking incredible but if she's new to the lifestyle then uh she will struggle with questions like, is he really gay? Does he really want dick? You know, um, she will struggle with not feeling like the feminine type. She will struggle with not feeling like the one who is being taken care of. She will struggle with feeling like the roles are switching in your relationship. Give her time and space if this is something that you both want to do. Uh, let her take the lead on it and let her bring it up. If she doesn't bring it up, if you're like sowing seeds of the idea, that's your idea. Don't, don't try to convince yourself that we both decide it. Nope. Not going to work. Guys, there is no orgasm that's worth losing your partner over. Uh, not if you love her. There is no orgasm that's worth it. You know, think about all the times that you've been with your cam girls and your escorts and you've jerked off with lube in your office or whatever. There's no orgasm that's worth losing your partner and your family over. It, it just, they don't exist. And I can deliver some fucking amazing orgasms, but even my orgasms are not worth your wife, you know? So just think about that. Um, the other thing that you guys really need to consider is that sometimes you're wanting extreme kink and play because you're not fulfilled emotionally. The person who sent me the letter that got this podcast started, um, he may have a bit of that, but honestly, he just has one of the highest sex drives that I've ever seen. And, and that is just to be quite frank with you. So he's not running to sex to, you know, find balance in life or to find peace or to be distracted. He just sincerely has this biology that gives him a very, very, very high libido. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of men are into feminization. Um, and that can be interesting. I, I would 
caution men against that in the beginning with their wives or partner as well don't fuck around with feminization because that will definitely you know if ass play caused her to have questions and doubts you can't imagine what feminization does um as the dom matures if she is a dom you know it, as she matures and she understands what the appeal to you wearing panties might be or you wearing panties and bra might be um uh then she might not only be able to embrace it like accept it but she might actively embrace it and have fun with it but i've encountered people who who would try to pretend like oh i just enjoy dress up but they couldn't tell you why and, and they didn't want to explore it my feeling has been that a lot of the times those men have been homosexual and they just didn't want to talk about it like they weren't out of the closet and uh so sometimes it was um they were homosexual sometimes it was maybe they were struggling with sexual identity perhaps they felt transgender or transsexual i don't know but that's why communication is so important don't do that to your wife in the beginning so stay away from ass play and stay away from feminization something else that i really enjoy is um i have to word this carefully um it's a little bit of public play let me explain it to you so i will play with my good boy at home get him all fucking worked up and whatnot and uh secure his dick and get him dressed to go out so he's hard as hell and he's horny as hell and he's on the edge and i've had him dip his dick in some cool water or something like that to calm it down so that it becomes a bit more flaccid and we can get him tucked into something so we either strap him down or we get that dick tucked in and uh that's going to be after maybe 30 minutes of tease and denial remember that's my favorite so during those 30 minutes i am seeing his vulnerability during those 30 minutes i'm hearing him moan during those 30 minutes he's expressing his love for me and how much he needs me and you know it, it's just a really beautiful bonding moment the the dom's approach has a lot to do with this if the guy is being open and vulnerable and you you the woman are taking advantage of him um you know like you're being verbally abusive or you're just like making fun of the fact that he's so desperate he's now going to struggle with um with trusting you and so you know think about for the women think about how important trust is to you think about what it was like when he when he destroyed your trust when he betrayed your trust um if you are really trying to build up your relationship here now is not the opportunity to you know break him down because of the way that he sounds or the way that he's desperate or the way that he needs you what you want to do is embrace that what you want what you want to do is pull him into that you want to make him need you more you want to make him want you more you want to be in that space with him on this journey you've got the leash and it's around his neck 
either figuratively or literally speaking. Okay, so you have that kind of play for 30 minutes. It might be toys, it might be lube, it might be, you know, a vibrator, it might be whatever I want it to be. So for 30 minutes, I'm exciting him. And denying him, there is absolutely no release. There are no slip-ups. There is no leakage, if you understand what I mean. All right. Uh, Pre-cum is okay, of course, but uh, coming without permission is not. So I strap him down. I get that dick tucked away. And we are on our way. Maybe it's a stroll in the park. Maybe it's shoe shopping. Maybe it's a restaurant. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a drive. Who the fuck knows? Maybe we go and feed the ducks. Um, actually, I, I said movie, but you, you don't want it to be a movie because he's going to be really frustrated. And so what the Dom needs to be able to do is for the time that you're out, she has to be able to reconnect. She has to be able to reassert her dominance taking him to a movie or taking him somewhere where you can't speak to him, engage with him, reconnect with him. That is just going to break down the relationship, make him feel neglected and frustrated, angry, resentful. Okay. <clears throat> what you want is to be able to engage and re-engage and pull him back into that space and keep him there. There's actually something called subspace that you guys might want to look up. It's sub sub dash space or hyphen space. It's a real thing. And it's basically like, uh, in a space, the person is in a space of euphoria. Um, the it, it's, I, I think it's very similar to, what people experience when they do the Kama Sutra and those types of um, positions and breathing techniques. <clears throat> I think it must be similar to something like that. It's like your entire body is on fire from the inside out. And what men want to do a lot of times is put the fire out. Like, I just want my orgasm and I want it now. What you learn how to do when you entrust your partner with your body and your, your sexual um, gratification, what you're learning how to do is enjoy the aching. You're learning how to enjoy the need and you're letting her know that she's in control of that. All right. So... Listen, guys, how do you jump to being able to do these types of things with your partners? First of all, it's not like you can share this podcast and, um, <laughs> you, you, well, maybe you can, but I don't know if I'd recognize, recommend that, especially for the person who sent me the email. But how do you get from point A to point Z? You've got to work that first podcast that I posted for you. Because in that podcast, what you're doing is you're starting to understand her. You're starting to understand how she ticks. You're starting to understand what makes her work. You know, what makes her want you? What makes her want to be around you? What she appreciates about you? What she loves about you? Once you get a handle on those things, and to be quite honest with you, even with my guidance, it can take about six months. I'm not even going to lie to you. It can take uh, six months uh, of just, you know, listening 
to, well, what did she say and how did she respond? And, you know, when you gave her the flowers or when you gave her a kiss on the cheek, was she free? Did she freeze up? You know, did she respond to you? Did she, did you make eye contact with her? Did she make eye contact with you? And, you know, it's like six months of being like a private investigator trying to understand this woman and trying to unlock the, the, uh, trying to bring down the walls that have been been built up to protect herself because she doesn't trust her partner. So it takes about six months to get those walls down. But how do you transition from uh, how do you transition from the walls coming down to having this kind of kinky, sexual, exciting um, uh, relationship with her? first of all, you need to realize that it's not necessarily going to happen for everyone. Uh, two, for those that it does happen for, it's not necessarily going to happen the way that I've described it. She may not be dominant. Maybe she always wants to be the person who's made love to. Maybe she's just not into the kinky shit. Or maybe she's having problems unlocking the kink within the, the beautiful thing about your relationships is that once you lay that foundation, you'll be able to have the type of communication and conversation with her um, that will help you to express your wants, needs, and desires. But that's secondary. First, it's to understand her wants, needs, and desires. When a woman's needs are met, guys, she's if she loves you, she is much more likely to meet your needs. You guys are going about it the wrong way. You're trying to get your needs met and you're like, I'll do just enough to make her, you know, happy for today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today is good enough. And then, you know, whatever I did today that worked, I'll do it again tomorrow. You know, I'll make a little joke or, you know, I'll touch her there and that turned on and, you know, her walls will come down again. You guys are treating your wives like sluts, you know, you're, you're treating your wives, not like partners. You're not treating them like uh, someone that you love and respect. You're treating your wives like, okay, well, do what you're supposed to do. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, handle the house and the kids or whatever. Make sure you get to work on time if you do. If you if you don't work, if the woman doesn't work, then it's even a little bit worse for her. Men tend to take more advantage of that woman. It's like, look, you know, you don't have to work. I give you spending money. The least you could do is open your legs for me and let me have my way with you. You guys don't say that, but that's how you're acting. It's vulgar. It's disgusting. It's offensive. You may not say it, but if you are giving any sort of indication that that is how you see your partner, um, you, you've got to address those things. So the cure for a boring sex life, it, it's actually not more kink. The cure, the actual cure is the connectedness. It's the relationship because even the kinky shit that I threw in just because I knew that you guys wanted to hear some kinky shit. Um, and it, actually, it can be quite helpful. But I, uh, you know, I don't know how many people it will be helpful for. So the real key and the real gem here is not the kink. The real gem here is learning how to connect with your wife. 
learning how to get her to trust you, learning how to appreciate her. And when you do those things for her, it's like you heal her, you help to heal her from the inside out. The damage that you've done, the damage that others have done, that's how you help to heal her. That's how you contribute to her healing process. When a woman is whole from the inside out, she'll share her body with you. You know, um, but there will be some exceptions, medical issues. Uh, some people do say that they feel asexual, you know, whatever. You'll have some issues like that. But for the most part, maybe 90%, 95% of women in the world, we are extremely sexual. And the majority of the time, the reason that we are not feeling sexual is because we don't trust you. Um, as a dom, I'm in a fantastic fucking position because I'm in control of my guy's dick. And um, that makes me very happy. <laughs> and it helps to ensure that I get what I want. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so this podcast has actually been super fun. I do hope that you have gotten something out of it. Uh, if you couldn't use all of it, and I don't think there's any single person who's listening who will be able to listen to all of this and like, you know, get everything here. So everything isn't for you. Use the parts that you can use. The rest of it, toss it to the wind. Wind. Um, I try to be as general as possible while being as specific as possible so that I can help people in specific situations. I hope that I've helped someone with this podcast. Visit me online at www.alisacoaches.com. That's Alisa, A-L-I-S-A coaches, C-O-A-C-H-E-S.com for more information. I'll see you guys next time.